And welcome to Chaos After Dark, comic coming where we can't keep it get get go. I'm your very lonely co-host or host, MTR, also known as Math Rat, and as always, Billy the Kid. This week, Whack Attack. Not only that, but Logan's death, a spin-off of Sony's Spider-Man. Uh, what's the last one? Uh, a boost of gold, and of course comic book reviews hey how you doing buddy i'm doing pretty good oh was that of me were you asking me yeah i uh, i was asking of, you i was kind of looking around i was like maybe it's for someone else i freaking messed up again dude i didn't hit the start button how, how do you it's a minute behind whatever i'll remember it's a minute behind i hope i pray we can edit this out no i'm not going to just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh you got anything for whack attack this week um, had a show. On yeah, had a concert. Uh, good. Not bad. Just, you know. How drunk were you when performing? Not that drunk. <laughs> the only uh, whack, the whack attack of this was that the one day it decided to rain was the day we had like a. Like, oh yeah, it did rain this Saturday over here in uh, uh Los Angeles County. I don't know, and it was hot, sticky rain. Yeah, dude, it sucked this weekend. Did you, you actually left the house? I didn't leave the house at all. I ha- I was there, and then, like, we felt some sprinkles. Like, oh, it'll probably go away. Nope. And the thing is, like, we were, like, in a warehouse in Compton, and, like, um, they used, like, a, you know those tow trucks? Not that one just hooks it, but the ones that actually pulls it up into the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were playing on top of one of those, and just getting on and off was a wreck. Why do you always get these, like, messed up places? You're like, yeah, dude, I played this house. It's awesome. But the 30 flights of stairs to get to this house is just horrible. Yeah, uh, that's not even the worst one we've had as far as loading and unloading. Uh, well, you've just had a, uh, you had your new lineup with this band, uh, Withdrawal Symptoms. Right. Um, you just got some t-shirts, too, so... Congratulations, dude. I hope you're selling some merch and making some money. Did anybody buy any of the shirts yet? Actually, I put in an order. I'm picking up again today. Because you already sold out? I sold out the popular sizes. So small and medium. Small I still have left. I've only so sold... medium and large? Yes. Really? Yeah, I only sold one small. All right, dude. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So also the other downside was that it got wet. All our merch. Oh. So I had to wash it off today. And I was like, but now I can advertise as like pre-shrunk. Wait, guaranteed. wait, 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 wait. How did you wash it? Just machine washed. Okay. Okay. Well, hot, cold. Oh, cold. And then how did you dry it? Oh, hot. Oh, dude, it probably shrunk bad. Why didn't you just, uh, what you should have done is you should have air fluffed it. This is how lame we are. We're actually try- <laughs> trying to break down how to wash clothes. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll tell people, yeah, it's pretty shrunk. It's not shrinking anymore. The size you get is the size, you know. Uh, the size you see is the size you get. No surprises. Really? It's not like a box of chocolates? You never know like what a- you're going to get? No. <laughs> you're going to get a girlfriend who's going to go all over the country sleeping with everyone. But then she'll decide, like, hey, by the way, I had your kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know... 
That's freaking awesome. You know what? Actually, true story for the 20th anniversary of uh, Forrest Gump, they're re-releasing it back in IMAX. Nice. And I have to admit, you know, I think that's one of my top favorite movies. Right? I mean, there's so many memorable scenes. What It crosses over with, like, how many historical, like, it co- It crosses with everything. You have Elvis in it. You have a uh, you have him investing in Apple, you have him Bubba Gump, Bubba Gump shrimp. I just that, that's probably the best part is just Bubba going on for like three minutes and he just looks up. I I think that's about it. <laughs> I think that's about thing you can do with shrimp, shrimp burger, shrimp hot dog, Lieutenant, shrimp gumbo, Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan's probably one of the. You know that guy, the actor, has a real fundraiser called the Lieutenant Dan Fundraiser? No, he doesn't. Yeah, he helps out vets. That's cool, man. I never knew that. He's a great plug-in. He's he's the main character in the New York CSI, which is a lot better than the Las Vegas CSI, in my opinion. Oh, gosh. You got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. (laughs) Ping pong. How much ping pong could you put in a movie? Dude... That was for, dude, uh, that whole movie all together, I thought was a solid movie. Good job for you, Steven Spielberg, for not making a special man, but just a little bit under average. Speaking of stupid. I may be stupid, but I know what love is. I was like, oh, you're not stupid. Last week, I was reminded of one of George Lucas's biggest flops, though. George Lucas? Because I was just talking about Steven Spielberg. George Lucas did not touch. No. I think he might have produced it, maybe. No, but last week, I got a reminder of one of his movies that flopped really big. Uh, was it Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? No, this is the 80s. 86, to be exact. 86. One of It was Marvel's big first like cinematic release. And George Lucas had his hand in it? Yes. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Howard the Duck. Aw, oh, dude, Howard the Duck's awesome! But yeah, I don't spoiler alert for anyone who D- dude, honestly, by this time it's tw- over 20 years old. There's no such thing as spoiler alerts. Okay, well don't say it and warn you. <laughs> spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, okay, hold the hell on. I w- okay, let's let's not get into this yet. Let's 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 hold back just a little bit. Get into some a little bit more whack attack. One of the whack attacks I just realized one of our mics is broken after I opened it. So apparently this guy gets like three for sixty deals. So I'm jealous. I paid one for twenty five. Yeah, I gotta go get those. It, they're it's not like it's how much is a good PA? A good PA? Uh, this has nothing to do with comics, but uh, uh, but then again, you always like to drive us back onto comics, so we'll do this. A good PA is probably about. Depending on how loud you want it, you can get it for like two or three hundred bucks. That's not bad. No, not at all. And these mics, I mean, the podcasting that you hear will does reflect a lot on the quality of the mics. Yes, the uh, the mics, the, the talented mixers, of course. Yes, that as well. But yeah, it's uh, I try, I try, try. Uh, we we're eventually gonna uh, I'm gonna try and get just a little bit more money and save up so we could uh. Get a little bit of better equipment, but yeah, I need to invest in some mics, and uh, a better mixer. 
But nonetheless, we're still here. Uh, Martin is absent for the day. Martin is uh, speaking of whack attack. Martin <laughs> is not here, and neither is Nando Calrissian. But they both uh, they both said that they'll be back next week. So no worries. Uh, I don't have anything else for whack attack. I do have a great story though. Tell me. I should probably get into. Um, should probably make sure I got the timing right. Um, I was watching Thor this weekend. Ooh, which one? Uh, the first one. No, uh, wait. No, it was the second one. It was the second one. It was Thor: uh, The Dark World. We uh, we got it through Redbox. Uh, how did you like that movie? I like Thor a lot. I thought Thor was was the Dark World was really good. I loved Christopher Eccleston as the elf, even though like he really didn't have like. He didn't speak English till randomly when he came to Earth, which kind of didn't make sense, but... One thing I have noticed about Marvel, so far as the cinematic universe, one thing they're kind of like, I guess would be my critique, is that uh, a lot of their villains are falling flat. Like, I admit their hero's performance was amazing, but, like, the Dark Elf, eh. Yeah, agreed. The, the new Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, great, but Ronan, like, I kind of wasn't feeling that guy. Well, it's funny, because, like... The Guardians did amazing, and not a lot of people knew the history of Guardians. Yeah. And they actually just, uh, I believe, a comic, a comic Alliance just released like the history of Rocket Raccoon since everybody kind of fell in love with him. And it, it's pretty freaking hilarious. I'll go ahead and I'll break it down just for a quick minute. Uh, if you guys don't know the history of Rocket Raccoon, here it is in a nutshell. Rocket Raccoon was originally in charge. He was a captain on a spaceship, and uh, his his um, who is it when it's underneath the captain? I don't know. Oh, his first mate. There you go. His first mate uh, was Walrus. I thought it would be a female raccoon, but okay. No, it was Wal Russ. <laughs> And it was a walrus named Walrus. But he ended up making his first appearance with the Hulk and teaming up with him for the half-world Bible and protecting that uh, uh, that with uh, against uh, some intelligent uh, life forms called the Loonies. Go figure. After that, uh, Star-Lord stepped in and was like, Hey, you want to be part of the Guardians of the Galaxy? And he's like, Yeah, that sounds awesome. And then Star-Lord's like, that's cool. All right, well, I'm going to go into uh, the negative zone now, so you're in charge. So that's when uh, Rocket Raccoon decides to invite his friend Groot onto the uh, onto the Guardians of the Galaxy. And eventually, after the Guardians disband, he ends up being a male clerk at Timely Inc. Very nice. So that's about it so that's the <laughs> the epic story speaking of wag attack the epic story of rocket raccoon i dig it i don't at all but uh did you like the post credit scene you know what i'm gonna be honest i was not able to see guardians of the galaxy yet no i mean for like thor 2 oh thor 2 yeah 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 that was what well, yeah that's that's leading into what we have now Guardians of the Galaxy yeah with Benicio del Toro as the collector yeah he looked like he was stoned in it and didn't like, it bugged me he was like one down five what was I even talking about <laughs> it was like, he's like a space lady got it 
He's a space lady. Oh, so he's like uh, I mean, he's like Chris looks. Tucker in uh, the Fifth Element. The Fifth Element, yeah. Uh whatever, dude. I don't. Uh, it, it's Only cool with, that it with led into this. a lot more this. class than him. Um, let's go ahead. Let's get into all of our stories, and then we'll get into a little bit of Guardians at the end, and then we'll get into our um, our comic book review. So Logan's death. This is actually going to be a big thing. That at first I was. I was really excited, but now I'm a little bit annoyed. Now, if you guys don't know, we're in the middle of uh, the death of Wolverine, where uh, he basically has three months, three months that he still has his uh, rehealing factor, or uh, what is it? It's like that's on Weapon X, is it? Because it was part of the Weapon X program. I think it was just like, can we replace someone's bones with adamantium? Oh, okay. Well, in a nutshell, he's he's eventually gonna lose it. And death is waiting is waiting for him. He's like, I'm going to be here for you soon. And you're like, all right, cool, he's dying. So spoilers on this. But now we're going to get into the actual death of Wolverine. And I originally thought it was going to be a three-issue series where it's breaking down like, like his life and him getting old or whatever and then eventually dying. But now they're saying it's going to be... Uh, the death of Wolverine, the Logan legacy, and they're gonna have seven different issues by oh, yeah. seven different writers. Now here's where it it's kind like different of teams bothered altogether. me. It's different teams. It's altogether. different teams. Uh, other than I believe the first and the last issue, which will be written by Charles Soule. Um, we have Kyle Higgins. Yes. Writing it, we have Tim. Is it Tim Seeley or Tim Sale? Tim Seeley, the guy from Tim Se- Tim Sales, the artist. Tim Seeley's yeah, the, you're right, you're the right. Jason guy. And uh, we also yeah, have James Tinney in the fourth. James Tinney in the fourth. Well, you might as well name this uh, Batman Eternal. That's yeah. literally what it sounds like in a nutshell. They got everybody from like DC to be like, hey, you guys want to write Logan's last story? And they're Ray like, Fox yeah. is in it too. Yeah. Also from Batman Eternal and Constantine. See, so like they're oof, oof. That's kind of a low blow for me, dude. I have I have a huge soft spot for Constantine. Constantine was one of my favorites uh when it was on Vertigo. Vertigo was was really good to Constantine. Yeah, it had its ups and downs, but towards the end I bought the very last issue and I read the last issue and because I didn't really understand anything, I actually started going in reverse nice. and reading everything and I loved Hellblazer. But now I just feel like Ray Fox is slapping Constantine in the face. Well, the thing from DC to Vertigo, and you know I've said this a lot of times, it's it's uh, it's editors, you know. Yeah, you you have explained that quite a bit. That you know it 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 was a perfect situation with Batwoman. How it was like they really were like, no, we want to drive this story, and the editors were like, we can't, we just can't. The same they're doing it with her now. They're like, oh, she's going to take a part in Batman Eternal. You know, she's going to be part of the story in major ways. That'll affect her, too. Well, isn't she... Aren't they kind of, like, trying to tie the knots between everybody? Yeah. Between everybody that's left. Well, that's well actually, th- they're introducing a lot of people there. But that's besides the point as far as we're going with the... Uh, what is it? With the whole, like, legacy of Logan thing. Yeah. Uh, it's going to start in... October and they have a Katie Kubert, the granddaughter of Joe Kubert, as the editor. 
Yeah. So they're actually going to be having a one-shot, too. Um, she's actually really good. They're going to have a one-shot with the Death of Wolverine. It's the Death of Wolverine, Deadpool, and Captain America, which will be uh, Gregory Dungan. So, I, uh, I was really excited about this when it first started because, like I said, I'm actually collecting uh, the Death of Wolverine, and he's, uh, even with uh, what's happening with uh, uncanny X-Men where we're finding out uh, Charles Xavier's last will and testament um, like Wolverine's they're like what's what's up with you Wolverine and he's like don't worry about it kiss my ass <laughs> and drinking a beer of course kiss my ass bub it, but it's I love that like I gotta I, be I, in seven comic books alright I got a long day I know right <laughs> I, I got so many different places I'm like freaking Batman literally the people that are writing me are Batman or Batman writers as well remember when Batman was in two Justice Leagues god damn was he in two Justice Leagues yeah he was in JLA and Justice League he was in JLI and JL oh Justice League International I forgot about JLI but uh, I w- what's your opinion on this what do you think about the this whole thing with the death of uh the death of Wolverine. I dig it. If, but the thing is, it's different writers, so you'll have different hits. You know what it reminds me of, and I hate to compare it to DC sometimes. What's up? Requiem. After Damien died. Whoa. Remember all the Requiem issues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that, where like, because you have like people like Saber Two. X-23, like, everyone's gonna reflect on it their own way. And I do like that, though. The people closest to him... Requiem was... Requiem was really good. It was hit and miss for me. Really? Did you read the, uh, the silent issue? Loved it. That was probably my favorite one. Yeah. I love that one the most. I think I cried. I think I might have cried on that one. That one was really moving. Speaking of uh of that, uh, did you get to read uh Batman, uh, uh, Robin Rises Omega? Yes, and the Batman and Robin after that. What What do you think so far? Uh, the ending to the next one, I loved it. For once, Batman he knew he couldn't take on the Justice League, and I was like, all right, like somebody's putting some like. Sometimes when people make Batman too much of a like super badass and just like and start getting detached. I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm like, okay, I know he's awesome, but he's Working not... off his emotions a little too much. Yeah, but I was like, there's no way he's distressed and taking on, like, the Justice League with other new members, too, as well. Yeah. I, dude, I did love that he... Uh, spoilers. He did sucker punch uh, Shazam a couple of times. Yeah. Shazam's like, can you believe it? I saved Batman twice. And Batman's like, you're an idiot. Bah, bah, bah. I can imagine Batman's like, what are you, like 10 years old? Shazam's just like, hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> and Maybe. Uh, you know, it was, it was. Uh, Maybe I'm rushing to get back to my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> he's just so mad. He's like, when do I get to get back to playing Magic the Gathering? Jeez, you guys are boring. Cyborg, can you at least, like, pull up some sort of video game on yourself so I can start playing? Can you be, like, BMO from Adventure Time? <laughs> right? He's uh, like, you watch Adventure Time? I'm like, yeah, grown-ups do it a lot. <laughs> All the time. Haven't you heard those guys on Chaos After Dark? They totally watch that TV show. And they're in their mid-20s. On Thursday nights. <laughs> 7 to 8 o'clock. 
post a what is it uh, Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> I do like this. Though. I do like this idea that you're gonna examine how other people who have their relationships with him. I think Sabertooth, Sabertooth's in there too, right? And so, it's nice. Yeah, but Sabertooth's kind of like I don't know. He's and then a little eventually weird. We'll have it. our Wolverine rises Omega. Oh gosh, and then he's gonna come back, man. You know he's gonna come back. Yeah, but I'd kind of like it for them not to do it. Mm, yeah. Give it like like how long has Robin been dead? Ooh, a little like a year and a half maybe. Is it a year and a half? I think he died in issue. He died in issue eight of uh, the Batman Incorporated, Incorporated. But Requiem was on issue eighteen, 18. and we're on issue thirty four now. So that's 16. yeah, I guess a year and a half. Yeah, almost a year and a half. Yeah. Well, um, you know, right now I would say we don't even know if he's if they're gonna bring him back to life. We really don't know. You know what? Right now I would give this. As far as a world record for staying dead, Jason Todd, Jason Todd is still leading the pack. Dude, well, is it him or it was, yeah, no, it's, is it him or Bucky Barnes? One of the two is leading the pack. Ooh, I think it might be Bucky because they always said like there are two people that will never come back, and it's Bucky, and uh, I forgot who the other person was. Bick, Bucky, Jason, and Batman's parents. Was it that? As I and Uncle Ben. That's what it was. It was Bucky and Uncle Ben. Those are like the people. And I get. Well, originally it was. Yeah, you said it was Jason Todd, but they brought him back, man. Red Hood. I might add, Red Hood comic. Oh, love it. Every time I open that thing, it's freaking awesome. It's a. Uh, yeah, who brought. Well, it was really. Uh, God, what was that one writer? I don't know. Yeah, who did Long Halloween? Jeff Loeb. Oh, uh, yeah. Jeff Loeb was the one who, like, planted oh, the seed for him to come back. Such a. I don't remember who brought back uh, Bucky Barnes, but yeah, that's... But those are really rare cases, you know, where like, yeah, we'll keep him dead for like decades and then we'll bring him back. Yeah, but I don't even think they planned on bringing him back, Bucky at least, until the Winter Soldier movie came out. One suit, it seems like they're Winter Soldier had been out before the comic for a while. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, all right. I think it's like, uh, I, I think Wolverine, I don't think it'll be decades. Although I will give him props if he lasts decades. That would be awesome. They'd be like, whatever happened to that guy Wolverine? They're like, well, we have Cyclops now. Which I might add, I love Cyclops. I know there's a lot of people that hate on Uncanny X-Men, but I freaking love Cyclops. He's he's such a jerk, but he knows like he knows how to be a jerk. Some people know how to write a jerk real well. There's sometimes some jerks. Bendis, that, man. There's some jerks I can't get behind. Because I was just reading this other comic with a jerk. And I did not like it. It was uh, the chief. I don't know that one. From uh, He's the leader of the Doom Patrol. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know him from the comics, but I do know him from... Teen Titans. Teen Titans. And even then, like they made him out to be a, dr- uh, a, a jerk. Yeah, I didn't like the chief in this one. The original Professor X. I know, right? Um, Wheelchair guy with strange heroes. Um, E-Geek Play... Uh, uh, the podcast Crisis on Infinite Podcast. They name. were ki- they were kind of breaking that down too with the whole um. With uh, oh, dang it, I lost the idea. We went off track so far, but honestly, if uh, if you guys are uh, willing to check out some other podcasts on comic books, that's uh, honestly a really amazing podcast. If you guys are looking for comedy, oh my gosh, dude, there's this one podcast I have to suggest. I've been listening to it and it just. Dude, it makes me hit the floor. 
every time I hear it. Is that it. the one with the geeks that are married? No, it's called About Last Night. That's Geeks with Wives. Geeks with Wives is also amazing. They have three different podcasts. They have their game one, their uh, comic book one, and their TV slash movie one, which has uh, Chad Osuna. He actually just had me as a special guest uh, last week, so if you guys want to check that one out, that is uh, Geeks with Wives, and that is the popcorn podcast. You'll see Matt the Rat of Rat House Productions. For those of you who cheat at work. Wait, why is it cheating? You podcast. You just listen to podcasts. Hey man, you don't got a radio. It's all good. But yeah, I listened to About Last Night, and it has Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Oh my gosh, dude, these guys are freaking geniuses, man. Is it about the movie About Last Night? No, no, no. It's about. It's just like, supposedly, like it's like oh, like they party hard or whatever. That's why it's like About Last Night. But uh, first off. If you guys don't know who Brad Williams is, he's a, he's a little person. And <laughs> at the beginning, they played the Willy Wonka song. Da-na-na, da-na-na. It's freaking hilarious. So that's in the background. They're explaining everything. And then they go into it. And they usually have a comedian every, like, every week. So it's just it's freaking awesome. And they actually just... I highly suggest listening to this week's. The only reason why... Is because they break down like they almost break down the whole history of like TMNT, and they have a uh, they have them doing like they do like Splinter's voice from the movies. Oh yeah. Oh, it's freaking hilarious! And they break down like, oh, I'm Splinter, and I was trained in a dojo, and like <laughs> just the way they do the voice. Oh, man, it's freaking hilarious. I actually just found out this week that the original Donatello for uh, the TV show was... Um, he's, in, he's Raphael now. No. Was Corey Feldman. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. And I recently watched one of the one of the older episodes, and I... Dude, it was cheesy, man. Those... A lot of those were spoofs of movies. Was that what it was supposed to be? A lot of it was. Oh, yeah. Baxter Stockman having an accident and turning into a fly. Yeah, dude. I was like, what is all this? But it the was... The monster from Dimension X. Oh, dude. It Honestly, it was it was pretty awesome watching a couple of those old episodes. So Dirk, Dirk, Dirk Savage, the monster hunter. Yeah, I know. And yeah. that's what reminds me of uh, when I was on... Uh, a lot of them was, one of them was based off aliens. I mean, did you see the designs for the pizza monsters underground? Yes. It's freaking awesome. Uh... Going into that, dude, I'm excited for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now. Now that I think about it, I don't know why I was just thinking about it. I was like, even though Shredder's Japanese, they always cast a black guy to do his voice. For Shredder? Yeah. who they cast for his voice? And the, I forgot who it was in the second cartoon. In the first cartoon, it was uh, Uncle Jesse from like Fresh Prince. Was it? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. And for the new series, it's a Cleveland Brown Jr. The guy that does <laughs> his voice. That's freaking awesome, man. Uh, th- I think that's freaking great, dude. I mean, they do great voice acting. <laughs> but yeah, who is uh, who is Splinter's voice? I don't remember, but I know like in the original cartoon, they kept it original to the comic. No. No, they deviated from the comic. Because in the original comic, he was a rat who just mimicked everything his master did. All right, bro. But in this one, it was the actual master. It got, like, oozed out in the sewer. I, 
Talk about bad luck. All right, well, uh, let's go ahead. Let's get into our next topic. I gotta pull it up. Uh, oh yeah, dude, spinoff of Sony's Spider Man. So originally they were gonna be like, oh, we're gonna get. See, I'm I'm a little confused, cause they're saying they're doing a Sinister Six, of Venom. But now it's like it's not really Sinister Six, like it's called Venom Carnage which is going to be a showdown between the two. And it's like, okay, all right. What about Spider-Man? Like, is he going to make a cameo or something? Like, They're going to establish their own, you know, universe. Like, it's only spider characters. And then they're like, oh, but, you know, Sinister Six is actually going to replace the release of Amazing Spider-Man number three. But it's going to actually be called this, which... It's like, I, I'm just so confused. And now they're like, oh, well, we're also going to release in 2017, we're going to release a female standalone character. It's like, oh, okay. And now we're going to wait till 2018 for Spider-Man 3. So, it's, I just feel they're doing it the wrong way. Well, think about Sony's position. They don't have Fantastic Four. They don't have X-Men. They don't have anything besides Spider-Man, so they gotta build every single thing they can on it. Yeah, but wouldn't you build from, like, the the movies that you have, and then... It's not like Disney, where it's like, you can have an Avengers every year. It's like, they need to really hit every corner of the universe. I just think they're doing it. They haven't even... No pun intended, because they were in outer space in the last movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... Why? Just why? Makes no sense. Like, do your movies and then do spinoffs from there. Not random spinoffs in the middle of like, hey, hey, guess what? Especially after two solid, very good movies. I'm sure you. Uh, one solid good movie and one crap. No, I love Spider Man too. Uh it it was it was bad, man. My apologies to Paul Giamatti. He was like, you can be the Rhino. I was like, yeah. It's like. For about two minutes, <laughs> <laughs> you know they originally were gonna, uh, they originally were gonna have Paul Giamatti at the very end. They weren't even gonna introduce him at all. So uh, that whole beginning scene of the movie, spoiler alert, um, when you have Spider Man fighting against the Rhino before he becomes the Rhino in his mechanical suit, they were just gonna have him at the very end randomly come out like Spider Man still protecting the city. And that was going to be, like, the little homage to, like, here's the Sinister Six. But they did so many edits to that movie that I believe they ruined it. They cut out entirely. Well, that we're talking about females. Mary Jane? Yep. Just like in the X-Men Days of Future Past. Although I do, I did find out that in X-Men Days of Future Past, if you get the Blu-ray, I believe, um, they do have the edited out scenes with a rogue. Without or with? The movie did not have Rogue. Uh, so they edited that part out. They said it like it was not as essential to the storyline. And see, it was already long enough. Oh my gosh. I, 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 I love Rogue. Rogue, I think Rogue could take down Superman. Well, they're apparently... Wait, did you say Rogue could take down Superman? Rogue's... Are we talking about Rogue from the X-Men taking down Superman from DC? Yeah. I would say let's power around, but... It's just you and I, so if we come to, like, a draw, like, there's no... 
Think about it this way. It's like it's like a kryptonite man. I'm not talking about Mattel. I'm talking about kryptonite man, right? No, no armor whatsoever. Bones, human flesh. How does he take down Superman? Because he's charged with kryptonite. He kind of has like Superman's folly, you know? Yeah, I guess so. And that's the thing with Rogue. Like she, she's not the like strongest character, but she can fly. She can siphon off your powers. As long as when she flies here. <laughs> oh, that is just... You know, one thing I love about being my age is that we were really born into the golden era of, like, a comic book animation. Good comic book animation. Speaking of comic book animation, they're actually doing a, a kid's show of Guardians of the Galaxy. I heard. Congratulations. I think it. I think that'll be pretty cool, but I also haven't seen Guardians, so... Everybody's saying that it's the best Marvel movie thus far. No, it's hilarious. I'll give it that. I I I still give it to Captain America too. Uh, I still was that was that that was the only one this year, huh? Two thousand fourteen, or did Thor? Thor was two thousand thirteen, right? Thor was twenty thirteen, and that was also with Iron Man three, right? Right. Okay. The Phase two movies, I believe. When are we done with Phase 2? Or are we done with Phase 2? I think it's after Age of Ultron. So that's next year we'll be done. Yes. Do we have any more Marvel movies up until Age of Ultron? I don't believe we do. I saw a little layout, supposedly, of everything that's going to happen. And I started laughing, because if I'm not mistaken, The Incredible Hulk came out first. And then it was Iron Man, correct? And that's when Disney picked up the Marvel movies was during Iron Man, correct? Yeah, I believe so. So, there somebody was like, this is the way it's supposed to go. And they already said that like Iron Man came out first and then Hulk. And I was like, that makes no sense. So supposedly like we're going to go into like Marvel Civil War. Which, I don't know why they would do that. Like, Why would you build the Avengers just to break them down? Well, the other thing that I don't think would work in this situation is that a big chunk of the key characters, and I'm talking about a whopping big chunk, do not belong to Disney. Yeah. Spider-Man is the huge one because he's the one that... uh, uh, I think he's the first one to side with Iron Man, and he's like, I think we should reveal our secret identities, and he takes off his mask, and he's like, hey, I'm Peter Parker. You know that broke kid that like can barely get pictures... Of myself fighting other people from that cheapskate at the... Da- is it the Daily Bugle? At the Daily Bugle? That's who I am. Take care of my Aunt May. It's like, oh, nobody cares that you're Spider-Man. Oh, but yeah. You that, ruined it. <laughs> that did lead to one of the worst things in comic books, though. The death of Captain America? One more day. What was one more day? Uh, You mean the guy that took on Captain America's... Uh, suit Spider-Man and he wasn't sold his soul to the devil oh was that after that because he's like yeah this whole thing about being public isn't working so, I kind of need this to be undone it's like you have to sacrifice your marriage he's like uh oh well Mary you have to sacrifice Jane. marriage Meh. and it's he's funny. like I prefer my Aunt May uh. yeah it was so bad and, and as far as Civil War yeah you're missing the X-Men and I think the X-Men is a key component because these are the people that know what persecution is like. Yeah, that's true. But there, And then uh, I heard that we're going into Apocalypse for... Uh, X-Men. For X-Men. That one I'm stoked on. 
Why would you be stoked on that? It's called Apocalypse. You just like brought back the X-Men franchise. was like, we made it good, you guys. We made it perfect. We fixed a good amount of our mistakes. This is like their flashpoint. Yeah, exactly. But now they're like, now let's destroy more mutants. Well, who else are you going to destroy? Not the Avengers. They could destroy two of the people from the Avengers. Ah, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Eh? Nobody? Nobody? Yeah, yeah. I, li- and the same thing thing I, li- I like how Marvel's the Avengers. You have Baron Bone, generic Nazi name, has, like, you know, Scarlet Witch and, uh, and uh, Quicksilver working for him because when you're a Nazi, you hire Jewish people. <laughs> <laughs> for cheaper. That's messed up. Oh, man. Let's go ahead. Let's get into our next topic. I bet I will say this on this last note. Now we were talking about the female Spider-Man. Yes, females are getting a good leg up today in comics. Yes. I mean, who, who do we have that just joined? We have Katana joined Arrow. We have uh, X-23, the female. Well, she's been around. You have... Spo- Wait, are we talking comics, right? Yeah, but comics you have and movies. spoilers. Spoiler came back. No, no, no. You have spoilers. Uh, Silk. Uh, if you're reading uh, Amazing Spider-Man, the original Sin tie-in, there was another uh, spider bit by the radioactive spider that bit Peter Parker, and she has finally been released. Nice. And, and if she's getting... Isn't the one of the universes from the Marvel Spider-Verse going to be a female uh, one? Uh, I don't know, dude. I, I know All I know is they're Very doing possible. four different ones. There's a... Wow, what other females have we got going on? They're really kicking ass. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. We're about to get a new uh, a new team on that, I believe. Is it 36? I think 36. We're getting the, the new team. Nice. And I will say, now that you mentioned spoilers, spoilers back. What, the the TV show for, with Kevin Smith? No, 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 the hero. Heroine. Oh. Stephanie eh. Brown. Eh. Meh. Meh. So, yeah, let's get into our next topic. So... We got some uh, some stuff going on. It says, uh, this is a quote. I'm going to go ahead and read this. We're doing the five-year five later jump in September. There's one book that's a clue book. One book that sets it all up. And is one book that gives us the glimpse of what could come. I'm not saying it's Booster Gold. But wouldn't it be great if it's Booster Gold? So, uh... It's Booster Gold, so go ahead and keep out, uh, keep an eye out for Booster Gold because apparently, uh, you're gonna have a little bit of a, a teaser that Dan that was from Dan Didio, uh, on oh, yeah. what's going on with that. I love Booster coming up Gold. in April, you guys. He was a, uh, it was after the Crisis on Infinite Earths and trying to inject new things into it, and that was one of. The I see that they keep jumping five years into the future or five years back. Like wh- why? Why establish something that's going to happen later on? I will say this right now about this. He said, I'm confused. Like, yes, Batman Zero Year is way before, but when it ends, it's going to, but it's going to take a break to like in the middle of Batman Eternal, but it's going to end Zero Year and jump to the end of Batman Eternal. Meanwhile, we have World's Finals going to go behind time in Earth 2. And Future's End is like five years to the future of Earth 2 and Earth 1. They with a future With a future from 35 years into the future where they came back with Batman Beyond. And we're also gonna have this. Uh, and what and you're just like? Well, you you just want to stop. Be like, so, what's going on now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little confused. And, okay, just to add a little more extra spice. Justice it, League three thousand is in the year three thousand. It's just 
Right. At least that's good. Like, we're like, wait a minute, but I thought it was 35 years in the future. About that. They, and you know what? I've been following Future's End. It just jumped back to 35 years into the future from one scene only. Oh, gosh. Did, did you read the free comic book day? Uh, yeah. Where Batman gets killed and everything? Yeah. Well, I guess he wasn't. Oh, gosh. They take him to Arkham Asylum, and guess who they get to operate? You didn't say, announce spoilers, you jerk. All right, spoiler alert. So Whatever. he's barely alive, and they brought him into an operating table, and apparently they had Brother I had someone else they were keeping alive just for this special occasion to torture Batman. Okay, I'm I'm curious. Spoiler alert: Who is it? An old old Joker. Oh gosh, he's like me, me. I got it, Shiny. You step aside, sir. Basically, uh, he's he's. Pro- sir, can you even hold that knife? Don't worry about it. He doesn't want to live. Like they they, ha- they they show the joke and they're force feeding him because he won't eat anymore. Why don't they just give him an IV? And then in the future, can't they just be like, "You're taking this little pill and it's filling you up with like." They open up his mouth and then like they sh- like literally they just put a tube and shove food in a. Brother Eye is not about etiquette. Uh, that's just, uh, whatever. But let's just say the timeline is really out there. And I like how they write. It's like, you know how comic book writers do that cheap way, like, where they keep you in suspense a cheap way? It's like, it's like, what's wrong with you? Is it about five years before in Pittsburgh? It's about that. Let's not talk about that. Let's keep readers in the dark. But yes, it's about that. It's like, yes, let's move on. You're like, well, what happened? (laughs) This is the thing is that, like, DC just, like, no less than three years ago was like, hey, you know what? We have this great idea. It's called the New 52. It's going to take place after Flashpoint. We're going to fix all our mistakes. Three years later. Hey, we're back in the same crap hole right now. (laughs) Like, come on. Because they hit the ground running. With the New 52, yeah. Oh, dude, look at the variety. And now Blue it's like, Beetle, and now I it's Vampire, like, we had, had Men of War, we had Blackhawks made a comeback, we had two Legion books, not just one. And now it's like, oh gosh, look at the variety. <laughs> there's Batman, there's Superman, there's Batman, Superman, there's Superman, Batman, there's Superboy, there's Supergirl. Start, I, actually, I started rereading Batman, Superman, I was like, look, it has two story arcs and that's it. Then it's crossover. Single shot crossover tie in like yeah. like what is Batman Superman doing? I don't know. That's why I'm not reading it. Thank the Lord I I didn't read that. I was just I'm not interested at all. Yeah, two story arcs. Brett Booth. I love his art, but that vertical issue. Oof. All right, dude. We have one more thing to get into. So Booster Gold. Right. Were we still talking about him? Uh no, that's it, dude. Just uh keep an eye out for Booster Gold. Go ahead and place your mic right here, dude. I think you're just having a hard time. Now you got to lean over. Please do not do the obscene gestures with the mic. I was offering a cup of tea. You just didn't see that. <laughs> We're actually... Uh, like, good day, sir. <laughs> Hello, Let's, Boston Wizard Tea at the bottom of the harbor. Let, just jump on in. It's free, you guys. Just drink on up. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's get spoilers. Huge spoilers. Let's go ahead. Let's do this. Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, on a feeling. I think we should start. I think we need to start a segment on the show 
to show how geeky we are, I want to call it geeking out. And I want to play a random song that, like, we're ashamed of knowing, but have all of us sing for, like, 30 seconds. I will say, you will love the soundtrack to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I actually got to, uh, right when the movie released, they released through YouTube, um, Awesome Mix Volume 1. Yeah. I'm guessing this has to do with the movie, correct? It has to do, it is, they did change the uh, origins, just, well, I did like that they did that. They did change the origins, but they did it in a way because, like, okay, not everybody knows where this guy came from, right? Star-Lord? Yeah, so let's just change it, make it simple, and that way people just get it out Now, of the I way. originally thought he was, like, the last human from Earth. No, he, it was a runaway alien. Uh, yeah, came to Earth. But he was a fugitive, and yes, he kind of had a hybrid child. Ooh, ooh. This is kind of like the Saiyans having kids with Bulma or like Chi-Chi, where like they look really human anyways. So it's but guess not- what? Half Saiyan next week on Dragon Ball Z. 29 minutes of dialogue, <laughs> and then they finally are about to punch the last minute, and then we go into next week's Dragon Ball Z. Right? <laughs> so it's something like, so it's like, it's this thing where, like, you can't really tell that he's a hybrid. Okay. Is that the huge thing? Is like, oh, he's a hybrid? Or do they address that right off the bat? They only address it towards the end, and his father is not mentioned. Only his mother. Yeah. But yes, his mother, they change it to like, whereas like, you know, eventually they find the guy and they're like, oh, yes, so this is where you hid on Earth. And they're like, wipe him out. And I guess Star-Lord gets away because they didn't know he had a, they had that, by the time they caught him, they didn't know he had a child. Did he at least, was he an alien that at least looked human or was he like oh, he looked messed like, up alien? No, he's human looking, completely human looking, Flash Gordon looking. Okay, so. Uh, Flash. He's like a typical college athlete looking guy. So, I mean, in the movie. You must be alien because you look good. (laughs) You look so out of this world. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, like, 80s references, man. He looked dynamite. But yes. Is that what the the mom said when she saw him? She has cancer. She's dying. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there's not a lot moving from her. But basically, but she's like, you know. But you have the you have the awesome tape. That's basically like his. That was actually from his mom to him. Like, this is my favorite music that I want to share with you. So did they play the whole thing through? Because they they have a they lot of songs. A lot they have of like the songs. Was one of them a Michael Jackson song? I think so. Was it ABC? It was the Jackson Five, right? Because that's what okay. supposedly it said on the. Because he leaves Earth in '88, so all the music is like from before. Oh, is that what, is that why it's all that? Yeah, he is adopted in '88. So from here, what's the what's the let let's sum it up in like two minutes because that's all we have for this. Uh, what what's the plot? All right, main villain. Uh, if you've seen the post credits for um, what is it? Thor two. You know, some guys looking out for this special the artifact. Coll- the collector. Inside these artifacts is a very strong like infinity gem, which you probably shouldn't touch. But they're really powerful though. Okay. And so, he's like kind of, and the Star-Lord scavenger, he goes places, steals from brings it back, and it's like, you know, he gets it, uh, what's it called, um, he gets kind of like an inter- like interstellar pawn shop, gets a price, so, turns out this one thing is, that he stole, 
has a gem in it. He doesn't know what's up. It turns out the pawn shop guy is like, dude, I cannot handle this. This guy Thanos wants it, you know? And some guy uh, some guy named Ronan wants it. And Ronan's supposed to give it to Thanos. Ronan figures out what it is, and he's like, sorry, Thanos. This is all mine now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, apparently, they have a very, like, shaky peace treaty. And Ronan gets a hold of this. He's like, screw the peace treaty. Like, we're... We're, we're, ta- go- we're taking over. We're taking over, right? And so, I will say this about this. This is the most humorous movie, though. This movie really banks a lot on humor. It okay. Is, it's hilarious. Is that how they grab you in, is just by, like, the humor through the whole thing? Oh, yeah. Groot and um, Star-Lord and Rocket. Rocket Raccoon, right away, you just fall in love with them. I heard Batista that he was really good in it. Like, you actually, like, you love Drax. Batista. Yeah, as Drax. Takes a while to warm up to him. Okay, one of the things, I don't know if this is in the comics or not, but one of the things, one of the character traits for Drax was that his species cannot understand alliteration or metaphors or sarcasm. That's awesome. So it's almost like, um, who's the guy from the Big Bang Theory? The skinny guy? I wouldn't say, I don't want to watch. Sheldon. It's like Sheldon, because Sheldon at the beginning, he doesn't understand sarcasm. Because they're talking about him, because at first they're like, what's wrong with him? It's like, so you know, he doesn't understand this thing. It goes over his head. It's like, nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are far too fast. That's awesome. <laughs> so I like, love that. So it takes a while to warm up to him because at first he's really serious. And then you really get to him. Gamora, I think she could have been a little more tough. But I do love her. The Zoe Zaldana did a great performance. Oh, you with her. mean the Hulk, but more mean and, and greener. Yes. She's the last surviving woman of her species that Thanos whooped out. It's, it's kind of weird. We're like, I wiped out your... It's always weird that those comic book characters are like, I wiped out your entire species. You want to serve me? He's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Vegeta. Like, I totally wiped out your planet and all the females, and you're pretty much extinct now. You're like, oh, you need, a, you need a job? <laughs> so it's kind of weird. But yes, please. As you slowly walk towards him. So I Not Vegeta. Su- that's more... That's uh, Frieza. Frieza, yeah. It's, it's always weird to those things. So, yes, she is working under uh, Ronan. And, but, yeah, she has her own plans. So, I guess she kind of goes rogue. There's a little bit where they have to bring them all together so they can all meet and start a team. Yeah. But, eventually, everything flows really good. I will say that the post credit scene... Don't ruin it. I will say almost all of them always have this big villain thing where a big reveal where it sets it up for the next big movie. This is probably the weakest of all the Marvel ones. <laughs> but if you've seen the post credit scene for Thor 2, expect something similar. Okay. With all the right. same character, actually. Alright, alright, fair enough. Alright, let's go ahead, let's get into this week's comic book reviews. I have to review The Amazing Spider-Man number 4. It... That, that was a fifth week comic, huh? Huh? Because last week was a fifth week. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, That's always a mixed bag, but yeah. Um, we have, we introduce our new character, Silk, which, uh, is, uh, the other female that was, uh, the other person that was bit by the radioactive spider. And, uh, there's, there's this strong connection between Spider-Man and Silk, because they were both bit by the same spider. I won't get into too much details, but the art in it is always amazing. It's one of my favorite things to read visually. I don't even think that made sense. It's one of my favorite things to look at visually. Uh, and one of my favorite things to read, Dan Slott is just freaking killing it like it's nobody's business. Uh, across the board, story, action, and art, 
It's a nine, a solid nine. It is just by far amazing. Um, other than that, I, I don't think I'm going to break down any more comments. There wasn't anything really worth it. It's a fifth week. Yeah, it was It was cool. You know, whatever. It's not like anything anything bad came out, but it... Um, I am. I think. It's usually, I'm, it's usually like I think I'm annual. jumping off of Superman. It's honest. It's usually like an annual week. Yeah. Does like, Superman come out last week? No, but I'm just saying in general with uh with Jeff Johns writing and John Romita Jr.'s art. I and I, the price hike. I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. I can't do it anymore. I don't think I can. J. And you know, J. for it's really hard for me to jump off a of con. I collected Constantine for a very long time. And I refused to jump off it because I loved Constantine, but I'm sorry, as long as uh, Ray, F- was it Ray Fox? Yeah. As long as Ray Fox is writing it, I will not be reading it. And I think as long as Jeff Johns and John Romita Jr. are on Superman, I don't believe I will be collecting it anymore. Did J.R.J.R. finish his previous work? I'm wondering about with, that. With Kick-Ass 3? Yeah. I believe Kick-Ass 3 is about to be done. I think they 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 either just talked about their final issue or something I think it's like this, that. This week. Yeah, I think so, uh, I think that's good. So I don't know if it's done all together. I think either Hit Girl or Kick Ass is gonna bite the dust. Uh, eh, they're not afraid to to cap off people in that one. I'll tell you that much. Mark Millar is a little extreme when it comes. Hey, dude, MPH, MPH, dude, an amazing comic by Mark Millar. If you guys aren't reading that by Image, I definitely suggest jumping on that. By the way, Mark just Millar a, is surprisingly tame. When he has an editor. When he doesn't have an editor, it's like... Like Nemesis? Did you ever read Nemesis? No. Oh my gosh, you'd read it. It's the most messed up thing you ever read, but it's freaking awesome. It's when, like he ha- when he has no editor, when it's like, this is your story, do whatever you want, it's like, all right, murder spree. <laughs> That's literally what happens in it. Like, when he's a, when he's a Batman, he I read a Batman story he did, and it was basically like, somebody stole some toys from him for from Christmas. It was like the last Christmas gift he got. And he beats up people up, and then he just like plays his little toy train set. I was like, "Wow, Mark Millar!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, just heads up, you guys. Uh, go ahead and follow us uh, on Facebook. That's Rat House Productions. R A T T H A U S Productions. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Rat House. Once again, that's R A T T H A U S. Or you can follow us on Instagram, Rat House Productions, all one word. So amazing, Spider Man. Thumbs up. Uh, yeah, dude, straight nine all across. Let me finish my plug-in, Pratt. And please go ahead and leave us a comment. Tell us if we're doing something wrong, doing something right. Uh, we should be uh, releasing our third Omni Noise pretty soon. And uh, I think we're going to start doing that as a monthly. So that's life, and Omni Noise will be a monthly. And then uh, The Awkward Man will be on its last show through Strictly Rat House Productions. It will still be brought to you by Rat House Productions, but uh, Fanboy Nation will be taking over that podcast. So let's go ahead. Let's get into Billy's last. Oh, yeah. And you guys, please always uh, leave us comments anywhere. Whatever we post, just go ahead and write something back to us. Or you can mess with us and give us a hard time. We'll definitely give you a hard time back. Uh, let's go into the last review. What did you What did you read, dude? What did I get as far as fifth week comics? It was, you know, it's always a mixed bag. Oh, okay. Now I know I want to review Justice League. It's a comic I loved since the first issue. First issue of the New 52 I got, because it was the first issue of the New 52 that came out by itself. And no, didn't Batman come out first? No. Okay. It was literally Flashpoint issue 5, Justice League 1. Only two comics they released that week. Nice. They're like, it's starting off with Justice League. 
It's their flagship title. And I love the it. The Justice League is basically the equivalent of the Avengers on the DC side. Yep, they were bigger in the comics, but Avengers beat them to the big screen with a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but Justice League. They're introducing some old characters. The Doom Patrol. If you guys are a big fan of Teen Titans, you might have already gotten your feet wet with those guys. You know who they are. The Negative Man, the Elasti Girl, you know. And then there's one other guy that's kind of like, uh, isn't he kind of like the thing? Yeah, kind of like a robot. Yeah. Like a bronze robot. He's yeah. in there. Yeah, so, yeah, they killed off the lesser known characters during Forever Evil, but now they got the... Oh, that's another thing. If you guys followed Forever Evil, you know at the end that two characters were missing. Vibe and uh, Element Woman. Yes. Ah, well, apparently the Chief has Element Woman. All right. Uh, but the thing is about the Chiefs, they're making him out to be kind of a jerk, and it's kind of more than what I can take at some point. Uh, they are introducing, again, with the girl power, and I'm glad we're running with this. Yeah, Jessica Cruz looks to be the new member of, uh, the Justice League. Like, she's gonna be the new member of the Justice League. Alright. And I do, I am, I'm all for variety. You know, we wanna have diversity, you wanna have women, you have a Latina in there, I know you're double dipping. Good for you. <laughs> you know, but dude, you're also adding Lex Luthor, like, Captain Cole. Yeah, I know. And then Jessica Cruz is Power Ring. Is she? Yeah, she's triple dipping because, like, Latina, female, and she's kind of a villain, too. Uh, so, like, so I kind of want to see where it goes. It does seem to have a lot of characters, but if there's one thing I love, and one thing I always, always love in comics, is when Batman meets someone smarter than him and he starts poking him. <laughs> I love when, like, I love when he pokes, like, Batman, like, you know. I love when Superman pokes at Batman because it knows it irritates him. And Batman's yeah. trying to be the more mature guy. Or Green Lantern when he pokes at him and he's he, like, oh. Yeah, I love that. So I do love this uh, Lex-Batman relationship. And I am loving... They're introducing new things. It's the flagship title. Doug Mankey's back. You know, big time with Green Lantern. Or if you're a Batman fan, what was that first Joker story? Um, the Man Who Laughs? Yeah. Yeah, he did that one. So yes, I'm a big fan of his art. I'm missing Yvonne Rise, but I do like Doug Mankey, so... All right, let's go ahead. Let's get into it. What uh, what do you rate the story? Story, uh, I give it like a an eight. And then a lot of setup, the and a lot of like hinted, like oh, we had this previous thing going on. I remember. Let's not talk about it though. <laughs> action, ten. Oh yeah, things are blowing up, and you got two big teams and Jessica Cruz in the middle. I love it. And then the art, ten. Really? I well, I'm biased. I will, I'll admit it right now. I'm biased. I love Don Mankey. Alright, fair enough. That's a solid nine. Well, you guys, that concludes this week's Chaos After Dark. Comic coming where we can. I am your host, MTR, also known as Matherat. And as always, Billy the Kid. Guys, keep comic coming where you can. <laughs> <laughs>